Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on Thursday morning right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. The Packers are cap-reliant. They are cap-compliant. They are ready to rumble. They are good to go. That's right. Uh, The Packers getting under the salary cap thanks to a restructure of Randall Cobb's contract and not signing officially, uh, yet anyway, uh, Devondre Campbell, who was listed as a free agent yesterday on the league's transaction wire. Um, But obviously the deal is in place and agreed to. It's going to be interesting to see how they continue to juggle things. But, I mean, why am I even talking about this? The big news is the Packers have switched out punters, obviously uh, allowing Corey Barquez to walk. No more Bojo Bombs in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But Pat O'Donnell, the longtime Bears punter, is now a member of the Green and Gold. Uh, the switch, it wasn't really about money. If you look, I know Demosky put out the terms of the deal, a two-year contract for O'Donnell. Um, clearly, it's not about the money. It seems that the Packers want to get somebody who's much more reliable in cold weather. Um, it's not a, you know, major shift he's he's not a dynamic punter by any stretch of the imagination but he certainly has performed better in cold weather and has lots of experience doing so having kicked in soldier field for the last six seven years or so um and a competent holder uh for extra points and field goals so you can kind of see why they they made that made that move i am a bit surprised that they moved on from Borquez so quickly but um i guess it's you know it's time you got, you got a two-year window here with Rodgers. You got to make sure you're not losing games because of special teams and you want somebody who you can rely on in those cold-weather games. I tend to understand that. So good to see everybody in the comment section. Good morning to everybody. Hope you're all doing well. What do we got here? Well, who, who's all yapping it up in here? Good to see everybody. M, what's up, man? Good to see you last night on the uh, happy hour. Any chance Jordan Davis still available at 28? Oh, Man, I think it'd be a minor miracle if he's available at 28. Giving Kenny some help and bringing back Rasul, the D could be our strength next year. Go, Pat, go. I would love Davis to fall to 28. I don't see it happening, especially after the show he's put on, both uh, at the Combine and then yesterday at Georgia's Pro Day. I just don't see it. But, hey, crazier things have happened. But, yeah, I think he'll be long gone by 28. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? How you doing, man? Brandon, thank you for the super chat. Will Campbell count against the comp pick formula with technically becoming a free agent? That's an outstanding question. I do not believe so. Um, that is a fun little workaround, though. Uh, but I, I would tend to doubt it. But that's, uh, I, I'll ask. That's that's fun. TKM, good to see you at your post. Thanks for the super chat. Morning, Nags. As long as Jordan Love is in 1265, I am still hopeful at some point Jordan Love takes the reins. It would be great if he gets a ring from the bench. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't be a, a terrible uh, kind of development, right? If only because it means the Packers have won the Super Bowl, which would be great. Um, and I'm with you. I hear you, especially with, you know, Rogers' deal essentially being a two-year deal with kind of a third-year option almost. Um, you know, if Rogers retires after two years, maybe they do hand the reins over to Jordan Love. That's a possibility. But yeah, I think we have yet to hear from Jordan and his thoughts and what he's thinking as far as, Maybe wanting to force himself out of Green Bay and find a situation where he can play a little sooner. Um, that would not surprise me. But as of yet, we do we haven't heard anything from him. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. In the years to come, will Packers de- degrade the Kevin King pick or Jordan Love pick more? Degrade. King got us the Smiths 
Love gave us back-to-back MVPs. I mean, you can, yeah. I mean, the the King pick. I know you're you're probably comparing it to the TJ Watt pick, as everybody's want to do, um, because they they moved out of that position. But yes, it did end up getting them the Smiths in free agency, um, and you know, Jordan Love gave Rogers the kick in the pants, so to speak, to buckle down and zero back in and give us MVP seasons. So, I mean, I think they're both, yeah, that's not a stretch, but you know, it, you can draw a line there, but there's a lot more that goes into it than just those two draft moments. Jariah? Sorry, I don't, probably just butchered your name. Thank you for the super chat. Maybe a weird question, but does the stockholder sale help with salary and signing players or do they just use it for stadium upgrades? Go back, go. Um, it is only for uh, upgrades and additions and construction to and around the stadium. Um, so title town would fall into this category, but yeah, there, that money cannot be used for player salaries, coach salaries, any of that can only be utilized. And this is a stipulation put in place by the league. Like that's why the Packers have to go to the NFL before they offer stock. They have to get permission from the NFL and there's all sorts of rules and guidelines, et cetera. And one of the major stipulations is that that money that they raise through any of their stock sales has to be utilized for upgrades to the stadium uh, or the surrounding area. One of the big things that this push will do um, reportedly is, give the Packers uh, the opportunity to improve their video boards inside Lambeau, which are very dated. If you go to any game in most NFL stadiums now, not every single one, but most of them, um, there's all, they, everybody has these huge monster led wall, like looking things, gorgeous kind of crisp replays, et cetera. And you go to Lambeau and you've got some, there's two video boards, but they're pretty comparatively, they're pretty small and they're, they're they're not great so that is i think a big not the only reason they have the stock sale but that is one of the things that was one of the major upgrades that lambo will be getting in sometime in the future here alexander douglas news claude there is none nine nicks neen niente nothing to report mike thanks for the super chat next for 17's contract do you think he is interested in a godwin type deal or wants a longer term commitment thanks I would suspect he wants a longer term commitment in the sense of um, guarantees in salary for the first three years uh, past that. I mean, it's, go- it's probably going to be dummy years anyway, but um, you know, essentially the Packers will most likely be offering say a four or five year deal with that first year full of guarantees, the signing bonus that they can prorate uh, and past that nothing will be guaranteed that if they use their traditional structure, what Devontae reportedly wants is the same thing T.J. Watt wanted. It was guarantees past that first year. Steelers caved. We'll see if the Packers do. Um, as far as the years go, though, I think it, you know this is his probably his last shot. I would say, you know, given his age, that he's going to get a major bite at the apple, and he wants to, you know, not only become the highest paid wide receiver in the league, but he wants those guarantees. He just played a year on the last year of his deal, where at any moment just an ankle twist or, you know, a knee buckling or anything, a big hit, a head injury, anything could have happened to take him off the field heading into his free agent summer. And he played through that risk and now has arrived at this moment. He's There's no way he should back down from whatever his demands are. 
because, you know, the moment, you know, he gets onto the field next time, it has to be with full security after going through the season he just did. So I am fascinated at how this will play out. And there's been a lot of like noise out there. I know about like, oh, they could be possibly setting up to trade him. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, I can't imagine that they do the, all this kind of erstwhile drama around Rogers and getting him back and getting the deal signed. And it's two or three years and Rogers is back in the fold. and They're going to make this run. And then they trade Devonte Adams. Could you imagine that? Talk about putting yourself right back where you were last summer when it comes to your relationship with 12. I can't imagine trading Devonte after getting Rogers back into the fold. I mean, what a lightning bolt that would be. It's crazy. Ed, Thanks for the super chat. Do you think that Matt LaFleur not calling me for halftime adjustments during the playoff game was due to me being so wrong about Joe Barry? Probably, Ed. I think most people would agree that, you know, when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, Ed Pierce is kind of like, that's how where it all kind of revolves around. So, Ed, yeah, I don't think there's any question there. You know, I hope you've learned your lesson. That's all I can say. Uh, what else we got here? H. Carrington, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Remember in the 2017 season when Devontae got carted off the field in two games and still didn't miss a start? Secure every dollar you earn, Tay. I'll never forget that hit from Trevathan in Lambeau on that Thursday nighter. That was fucking wicked, man. That was so awful to watch. But he played the next week, as you say. I mean, it helped. They had the 10-day window there before their next game down in Dallas. But uh, scary shit. But yes, to your point, get every dime you can at this moment, because this is it. This is his big bite at the apple, so to speak. Got to get it. M, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. I heard Crosby didn't trust Boho as a holder. Did you hear that from uh, the water cooler? I don't know. It's possible. Very, very possible. Uh, any chance on Allen Robinson or Landry being signed by the pack? Darren, thanks for uh, thanks for watching this morning. Um I would love either one, actually. Um, I know for a fact the Packers have called on Landry. I have no idea if they've called on Robinson. Um, We do know that they were very interested in Robinson last time he was a free agent. Um, But I, again, that I don't know if they've made any calls there. Uh, Is there a chance? Yes. Is it a good one? No. But as Han said, never tell me the odds. Always possible. Uh, What else we got? Dustin, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Does the awful $80 million deal for Christian Kirk reset the wide receiver market, or do teams see that as an overpay and overstretch and ignore it? That's a really good question, and I do think that deal it has kind of gummed up the work, so to speak. I got to think, you know, guys like we were just talking about, Landry and Robinson, some of the other you know free agent wide receivers, MVS, you know, these guys are probably sitting here going, well, can, can we get going? And I think teams are trying to kind of work agents and say, look, this is kind of, you know, this is not the new market for wide receivers. Uh, but agents are going to sit there and go, well, yes, it is. There it is in black and white. You saw what Kurt got. So I do think there's a bit of a standoff going on in that regard. I don't know who breaks it. And I don't know if they kind of rein it back in. I mean, this is toothpaste is out of the, the tube. I don't know how you put it back in. There it is. This is like when the Patriots traded that second rounder uh, for a wide receiver and kind of blew up everybody's idea of what, you know, 
draft comp should be for a veteran wideout. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be fascinating to watch play out because I do think, you know, there are guys who are a lot more talented than Kirk out there. We're probably looking and going, well, okay, if that's the market, go get it for me. And agents are going, I'm going to try. So I, Dustin, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated to see kind of how it plays out here in the next week or so. Chris, thanks for the super chat. I thought 17's hit versus the Niners was going to be the same. Yeah, that was a scary moment. That was a scary moment. And it's really such an odd moment because that's something Rogers rarely does is, you know, lead guys into trouble like that. I mean, he's so famous for not doing that. And he's talked about it. Like it's one of the things he tries to avoid doing. But yeah, it was just a relief to see Devontae come back in that game. Mike, thanks for the super chat. So if we sign Trevathan, Adams has nothing to worry about. Got it. <laughs> nice. Well played. Well played. Do I see the Packers trading Jordan Love for some help? Morning, Callum. Or I guess it's uh, afternoon where you are. Uh, no, I don't. I think it will take a team calling the Packers and um, offering way more than expected for the Packers to move Jordan Love. I think he's too valuable where he is as a backup for Green Bay. Two years in the system, entering his third year. You used a first-round pick on him. He's dirt cheap. And that's the other thing. Like, you trade Jordan Love, then you got to go get a backup. You've got no cap space, and now you're going to have to find a vet to bring in. You have to pay that guy probably more than you were paying Jordan Love. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me unless, again, somebody comes in with a uh, an absurd offer. Like, the next two years, second-round picks. Like, that, to me, then you got to really think about pulling the trigger. But outside of somebody kind of, really surprising the Packers with a, um, a package. I, I just don't see it. Uh, Marshall, thanks for the super chat. What's the monitor monetary limit for signing bonuses? Whatever can sit fit inside the cap. I mean, they get a, uh, any, uh, signing bonus that gets, uh, you know, uh, assigned has to be pro well, is prorated through the length of the deal. Um, but yeah, there's no limit per se, but it has to be able to work within the cap. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Guys, be nice in the comments, people. Be nice in the comments. David, thanks for watching, buddy. Uh, MVS likely gone? Uh, I think so. I hate it, but I think so. I'm hoping not. I hope they can find out, a, figure out a way to bring him back, but... Um, I would tend to think some of it is what we were just talking about in regards to that Kirk deal kind of gumming up the work, so to speak, that has caused wide receivers to go on pause a little bit. But I still think, yeah, there's going to be a team that's going to come in with a a level of pay that the Packers are just not going to be able to handle, not going to be able to match. I hope, I mean, my assumption is that the Packers have asked, like, whatever you get, whatever offer you might get, give us a chance to match it. Um but yeah, we'll see. I again, I don't have a great feeling about him being back. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope he is back. But I tend to think he's going to get paid. Dean, thanks for the super chat. Interested to see who they target for punter. I hope for a more athletic type that can do kickoffs and hold better. Could be the answer for Mason support. Well, Dean um, talked about it real briefly at the top of the stream. They have signed uh, Pat O'Donnell, the longtime Bears punter. Um, I've got some of his numbers here. Hold on, you can go to CheeseheadTV.com for all the latest. Um, yeah, they gave him a two-year deal. 
he finished 16th in the league last year with a 46.2 yard per attempt among punters with 30 punts during the season. He was not uh, great throughout the stretch, the entirety of the year, but uh, he did, he does perform well in cold weather and he has experience as a holder. And I think that's the trade-off the Packers are looking for. And I know we all love the Bojo bombs, no doubt about it. Going to miss those. But he did have a 72-yarder last year, O'Donnell. Now, that was in Minnesota in a controlled environment in the Dome. But 72-yard punts, nothing to sneeze at. So that will be uh, the way forward, so to speak, at punter for now. I still think, even with the contract they've given him, I think there's still a chance they maybe bring in an undrafted free agent as competition. But... Um, for now, that seems to be the initial plan. Who do you think they will get to replace Turner? Gary, that's a good question. Um, I think there's a decent chance they bring Dennis Kelly back. Um, maybe they kick out Yash. Um, maybe Elton Jenkins, if he's back at, at some point in the middle of the season, maybe they run him at right tackle. Um, you know, maybe the, one of the guys they've drafted, you know, the day three guys, maybe they kick them out i know i think newman's got tackle experience etc but um i think it'll be you know interesting to see how the competition fares i think there's always a possibility they end up drafting someone late april but i think yash has got a chance to kick out there and i think kelly has got a chance to return i think those are your two main options uh, but who knows it's early in the offseason a lot could develop dustin thanks for the super chat bring in shane falco to replace love if traded shane falco what a legend what a legend Got to delete my Bo, Bo Blast memes. Sorry, Seven. Yeah, I feel you. I definitely feel you. Uh, I like Dennis Kelly. I like Dennis Kelly, too. He had a rough game against the 49ers, but everybody up front did. Um, I thought he played extremely well for the Packers, you know, once uh, Billy went down with that knee injury and he stepped in at right tackle. I thought he, that whole stretch, he played very, very well. And... Uh, if they can make the money work, I'd love to see him back. Bill, thanks for the super chat. No trade clause, lowest dead cap in 2023. Hmm. Hmm. Bill? Hmm. Hmm. Bada. Hmm. Uh, do you think Rich Basaccia could have had any input into the new punter? Joe, I it, I would assume he did. I would assume he was consulted. I don't know if he said go get that guy, but I got to think he was in the loop. Uh, the discussion, but ultimately that's Brian's call. But I, I, yeah, I would imagine, you know, Matt and and Brian talked to him about it. Jonathan, thanks for the super chat. Morning, Ags. Love seeing Cobb back, but could that hinder Amari's development? Possibly. Certainly did last year. Um, going to be interested to see how they get both of them on the field. Um, it's Randall's last year. Obviously, they've given him a steep pay cut. Uh, but with, you know, here's the thing. With Cobb's kind of history of not being able to make it through an entire season, you know, due to injuries, it's nice to have that replacement part ready to go. I just think they need to get Amari more snaps, more reps. The only way he's going to develop is by playing. Um, yeah, I think that that's going to be not tricky, but it's going to be interesting to watch how they juggle that. Because I do think they got to get Amari on the field. I mean, he, you know, did not play a whole hell of a lot last year. And I think that needs to change this season. I uh, think they could get J.C. Treader. 
I don't think they could afford J.C. Treader. I think he's going to get paid. I can't believe the Bengals haven't signed him already. Um, love J.C., love what he did in Green Bay, love that he can kick out to tackle <laughs> in a pinch. But, yeah, no, they drafted Myers. They've got their interior guys. I'd be surprised if they paid to get J.C. Treader. And I'd be surprised, you know, I think someone will pay him a decent, <laughs> a real decent amount of money. and It ain't going to be in Green Bay. Uh, Marshall, thanks for the super chat. Amari in a Tyler Irvin role. I mean, they did a little bit of that last year. He's just, he's nowhere near as fast slash quick as Tyler was. Um, I'd love to see Tyler Irvin back in a Tyler Irvin role, but I mean, I like Amari as kind of that, you know, motion guy. I don't, I don't hate that idea, but it's not really an apple to apple comparison, kind of different skill sets there. Justin, thanks for the super chat. Any updates on Tunyon? Will he be back? Well, he's a, officially a free agent as of 4 o'clock yesterday. Um, without really knowing where he is rehab-wise, it's really hard to say. I would suspect, yes, he'll be back, but you never really know with those kind of injuries, coming off a knee injury. Maybe the Packers wait until he's uh, further along. Oh, sounds like someone's buzzing me in. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels, please do me a huge favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. Go.